Check, 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 check. One, two, one, two. Three. Are we starting? We starting this, man. Man, we live. Oh, we live. We live. We live. It was recorded on the record. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get this shit going. For those who don't know, this is the Matt Violinist Podcast. We got a very special guest, a very near and dear friend of mine. My guy. DJ Blackout. I guess it claps or something. Right. Fuck you need a clap for, nigga. Wow. <laughs> for those who don't know, we got Jamal John, a.k.a. Johnny Walk on the mic, too. Good evening, good evening, pleasant good evening. This is going to be a very interesting, hilarious... It's going to be great. This is going to be a, a funny-ass podcast. Yo, so, can you pass the fucking hookah? Yes, sir, please. Come you, on, man. You're wilding. All right, let me do one more pull. Wow. This nigga had like 45 Guys, we love hookah, by the way, if you didn't know. Any hookah brands want to sponsor us? All right, that's us? your pull, bro. Pass it. I'm... <laughs> I was trying to pitch us to get some money, and you over here. What are you pitching? Because we like hookah? You trying to get people to buy us hookah? No, the brand's going to send the best. Yo, shout out, to, shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to Clifton Hookahs. If you in a far-ass New Jersey area, pull up to Clifton Hookah, man. Facts. I never heard of that part of Jersey day in my life, but okay. <laughs> me too. Only because you moved here. <laughs> Only because you moved here. Took me a fucking hour and a but half. But nah, man, let's, 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 let's just get right into it, man. Let's I've, do it. How long did I know you for Blackout? Yes. Probably like 11 years, 11, 12. That's OD. But those who don't know, all of like my biggest moments happened with Blackout. Oh, I feel so humble. I feel so humble. No, legit the biggest moments though. Not as a fact. Go on viral Howard. and all that shit. Howard. Viral. You know what I'm saying? John Jay. But nah, there was when actually... took over the bags. That's a fact. <laughs> but no, I actually wanted to get into that story about how I met you though, at John Jay. Oh, at John Jay? Let's yeah, do so, it. Yeah, so all right. So for those who don't know, like um, before I really started like going crazy with the violin... I used to be DJing all the time. Facts. So I won this DJ battle at John Well, Jay. first of all, let's talk about DJ battle. God was to beat in the DJ battle, but they didn't respect my shit. Because you was trash. Enough. I was not trash. What the fuck are you talking Don't about? Don't lie. At that point, I was good. How, what year was I that? I was good. What year was that? That was like 2011. 2011, you, you 2012. You were on the verge of being lit. Right, but I was good. You I were, didn't say I was great. You were good-ish. Good. You was good-ish. But still good. Ish. Good. You was good with an asterisk. Wow, that's crazy. Carry on. Either way, continue. They was playing, and all the slots fill up, and they was like, "Oh no, nah, we got Juggernaut on um in the competition." Who the fuck is Juggernaut? I don't know what that. Who was that man? I was tight, so I'm in the I'm in the seats. Like, let me see how this DJ battle goes. Salty so as it's, fuck. It's DJ Luigi, Suave. I don't think Sus was there yet. You let a nigga named uh, Luigi get on the bill. <laughs> he, well. First of all, that's my guy. That is that is Shout my out guy to too. DSA. They was throwing it, so he was on it too. Um, um who else? Pete Wego and Mo was somebody. DJing too. Yes, and Mo. My my, my uh, older brother was DJing. Yeah, so um And what's funny is I'm in the crowd chilling. I don't even know how I found that shit. I found that shit randomly on Instagram. And you needed to be, be a like part that. you you had to like be going to John Jay. You had to be oh, enrolled CUNY. as Yeah. You had to be enrolled <laughs> and as a he student. Didn't neither. <laughs> neither. I literally just showed up. They're like, what major are you? Um, are you? I'm just like, uh, <laughs> forensics. <laughs> forensic what? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, you know, forensic 301. Yeah, yeah, that. Forensic 301. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, that, continue, that. continue, continue. So I'm in the crowd chilling with everybody. At this point, John Jay is one of the lit schools. So it was York, John Jay, Lehman, and what other school that was lit? That was in CUNY. Oh, in Baruch. Hunter Those schools, oh yeah, Hunter too. Those schools was like the party schools where you needed to go to for the clubs and the parties. That's a fact. So, John Jay, I went to York College, by the way. Facts. One of the little schools at it, that time. At that like, time. At that time. 
you look, know, we look just, like a just fucking, put that out there in the world, in the universe. We look like a fucking museum now. <laughs> yeah. we, we dead. So, boom, I go to York, but I'm like, I, I got to figure out how to get into John Jay and start DJing some of their parties. Boom, boom, boom. Go to John Jay, try to get into DJ battle. Couldn't get in, so I was like, I right, boom. Don't know nobody really, so I'm just going to sit in the crowd and chill. So as the DJ battle going on, I had this one dude just cutting up. I'm like, who the fuck is that? I was <laughs> like, I, I don't know nobody that can cut up like that. And no, guess who would be whole? DJ Juggernaut. AKA <laughs> Matt the Violin. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool bet. So he wins the competition, of course. Congrats to my man. Right. But overall, with John Jay, it's like a party. So it didn't even matter what you was playing. It really didn't. It really didn't. <laughs> so they just wanted to turn up. But the funny part about that situation, because I don't know if you knew this side of the story. Like, after I won, like, remember, they said that, like, oh, you know, this so is Matt. the prize. No, I got the prize. Mm. I think it was, like, $150 or something like, something like that. It was something, yeah. something like That's that. when they was giving out money. Yeah, I was hyped <laughs> back then, too. I ain't never win shit. I ain't never win no competition, yet alone a DJ battle on one money. Right. Right? So it's just like, they're like, oh, yeah, this is Matt. Matt is studying... I think I forgot what, what they said I was studying. And then after the fact, people was coming up to me. They're like, yo, my, they're like, yo, bro, you was lit. I ain't never see you around here, though. Because you was they're, never there. They're, they're like, yo, that major, like, yo, I study all that shit, too. You got Professor So-and-so? I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lying. <laughs> don't even go to the school. Don't know nobody. No, got no CUNY ID, no nothing. I was just like, yeah, I'm just real low-key. I just go to my class and sit in the back, and I leave. I'm out. <laughs> Lying to the people. But anyway, after I won that battle, um... I started to get hired by the different clubs at John Jay to do some of their parties. So I was very green as a DJ. Super green. Super. Super duper green. So at this party specifically, I'll never forget it. I remember Spinfall was opening up. And I didn't really know Spinfall like that. I knew that he was right. on Hot 97 and all that shit. Right. But I didn't know Back him. In the day. Yeah, I didn't know him. You know what I mean? Shout out to Spinfall, aka Mr. Matrimony. You know what I mean? But yeah, so Spinfall opened up. He did his thing, killed it, whatever. He was, he was, um, he was miking and all that. I'm like, I bet his time was up. It was my goal. I'm like, I'm about to get on the mic. Fuck out of here. Matt, mind you, mid party, bro. mind you, I have mid never party. mic'd a party a day in my life. I barely know how to speak English. I don't right. even know why I'm doing a fucking podcast. Fair, but I'm doing the shit anyway. <laughs> but I was like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is. There's certain shit that possesses me to just do shit. Like, don't even think about it. Just do it. Yeah. I did it, and it fell flat on its face. Oh damn. Nigga, I cut the music down. I was like, shout out to all the. You started stuttering. <laughs> But he had all the confidence in the world. He was like, shut up to my... I was like, oh, no. Man. My, this is mid-party. This is like at the climax of the party. Nah, but he, <laughs> he felt like he had a moment, but the moment he had, had a moment. Him. He had a real moment. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes, but I realize when Matt is miking, like, he has to be like smack. Like, he can't be sober and be like, yeah, I'm about to grab this microphone and speak English. <laughs> he just has to just Take the mm -mm. mic from you, like just like he did, but just a little. No, he, I didn't. I didn't. He didn't, I didn't know he, had, he didn't know me yet. That I didn't was, know. That so was like, like our real introduction. So oh, like okay, I, after okay. I studied, I fucked up. Yeah, bro, I felt that shit in, in your my spirit. spirit. Of course, yeah. I'm like, damn, I fucked up. Because everybody's so, looking at you. So I've had my head down, just buried in the laptop. I'm like, don't look up. Just don't look up. Whatever you do, just don't look up. Yeah. Everybody knows you fucked up. Yeah. You cut the music all the way down. Everybody looking at you like, what the fuck? You felt you was the man. I just felt somebody tap my shoulder. He's like, yo, can I see the mic, bro? I was just like, hey, just take it. I don't know who it is. I don't know who the fuck it is. Just take it. And it was black and on black I started going in. I'm like, what the fuck? 
He was like, tell a friend to tell a friend to come through. You already know what it is. I was like, oh. Tell a friend was my go-to. Because right. he, has, he has his line. Like, now he it's has nice his and go-to easy. line. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? I didn't know anything about it back right. then. So, yeah. like, after he killed I'm like, oh, now my son is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, bro. I'm like, yo, what's your name? He's like, everybody just call me DJ Blackout. I'm like, I bet. Nobody bet. know my real government name. I know your government, nigga. Well, we know now. Few people. Few people. We know now. <laughs> so then after that, like, we just started working together OD, nonstop. Because yep. I'm just like, I'm. And John Jay. Yeah, I was and like, outside I, of that. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not touching that mic no more. Pause. Right. I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm like, I'm going to hire this dude, mm-hmm. pay him X amount. Do what you got to do. And call it do a day. And then after that, it was all history. That's yeah. a fact. Now, there was one time, bro, like, I'm a lot of history in John Jay. A lot of history. I'm glad I wasn't a part of that, man. I swear. You, you damn near was, bro. Nah, nah. He ain't never come to John Jay. I, I never came to never John came. Jay. Thank God. And from what I heard, I didn't. Thank need to, God. I didn't need to be there. <laughs> I didn't need to be there. Thank God. <clears throat> nah, I was mixing John Jay. But yeah, after that, like, I don't know. We did like mad events together. I remember there was one event that we did specifically um in Temple, and this is back oh, when I, yes. yo, this, that's I, when we got when we went viral. I was poor. I was wild poor. I was First bright. of all, we was, I, we're, we was college students, so we was all poor. That's, that's, that's number one. That's when the That's fact, number that's one. Let's get that straight and clear. Age. We was all poor. Son, I remember um, I was driving my 1993 Toyota Tercel. This shit was Sprite, the sprite Green. Can. Yeah, the Sprite Can, right? So we did we did some event at um at Temple. For CSA. Yeah, that shit was lit. It was, it was, it, it was like an amazing event. That was like my first time traveling out here. Yeah, Going yeah, to other was, like colleges, like university, university. Yeah, I was, it was like, oh, it's lit. And we was getting like paid more money yep. and everything. Felt like the man. Yeah. Thought I was doing something. New. Right. So I remember like when we was on our way back from Temple to Jersey, we had to make Boy. a stop at the, at the gas station. So oh in order to God. open up the, the little um like gas, little latch thing, you had to turn off the car. They had to put the key in the... Or the gas lap. cap. Yeah. yeah. And then open it up that way. Mm. So when the dude gave me back the key... I tried to turn the car back on. Car didn't start. This shit did not start. Jesus. We far from home. And we are still like an hour and a half away from <laughs> home. from home. Bro, we was legit in that gas station for like an hour and a half trying to start that shit. They tried to like jump it. Yeah, nothing. And then jump. They're like, yeah, if we try to do this shit again, it's going to cost you X amount. And if you it don't, don't work. Call, you need to call a tow truck. Yeah. So, we, yo. They, we got they, no money. They called the tow truck. Yo, I was just like blackout. I swear to God, this is exactly how it played out. I'm like, black, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to try this shit one more time. Right. This shit has to work because I ain't got the money. Right. Before credit cards. This is before credit cards, right, too. before credit cards. We ain't got so no I was credit like, cards. I was like, bro, this shit is not going to work. Bro, the tow truck was pulling into the to the gas station. I turned the shit. It started up. Yo, this, like, let's go. Yo, I didn't even say bye to the dude nothing. Because the dude, like, let's go. Because I was supposed to like put my information down, so he had the clipboard. So he was right. like, once we call it, you got to pay. Oh, damn. Nigga, Fuck that you. shit turned on. I was like, <laughs> we, we out. was out, said... Did like 85 all the way back. <laughs> Can't <laughs> stop. Yeah, that's that's doing my yeah, 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 It's my doc. Nah, that shit it's was mad wild. Stories. It's mad stories. Mad stories in the death mobile van that we used to drive. Oh, yeah. All the equipment. That oh, big, the rape van. That yeah, big white shit. Yeah. yeah. By the way, we call it the rape van because it was an old, raggedy, rusty old van. And right. like something that like that was strange some, shit. That was definitely some sexual predator shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do not condone that kind of behavior. At all. We are not into that kind of shit. He definitely had the vehicle for it. But that was just the nickname for it. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, man. Cra- Yo, crazy shit, son. We almost died in that van. That's a fact. The brake stopped. <laughs> the steering wheel locked. <laughs> we were on the highway. <laughs> Mad equipment in the back. <laughs> Subs and all that. Oh, my God, yo. So many stories. A lot Facts. of fucking stories. Facts. So but I remember, stories. um, you know, you know what I specifically remember? I remember when you was trying to get me to start playing, like, soca on the violin. It, first of all, we tried. We tried to first we tried to talk your ear up before you actually. I was like, there. yo, bro, you need to start doing some soca. Uh, uh, soca is lit. 
You need to go to these parties with us. Da, 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 yeah, because that was, that he was like, you. Man, I don't like no soca. Soca is whack. Excuse me? What? You? I said yeah, you I did not. I did not mind. say Soka was whack. I said I'm not. Back did. No, no, no. Same difference. I remember I tried to talk to him about that. He was like, "Yeah, Soka is just really not my thing." I was like, "Okay, sir, come with us to this party." <laughs> oh God. It was clueless. What was the name of the party again? I don't even remember. It was some Juve shit on Labor Day. It was me, you, Suave. I think it was Moksha. No, 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 no. I forgot the that name. That was before that. That was before we took the picture. You passed out. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga came. Vibes was nice. Then, he ain't know no songs. He ain't know <laughs> shit. <laughs> I ain't know nothing. Just stared in the wall. But like, niggas was drinking, drinking, like, drinking, 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 drinking. And then I seen a picture. You passed out. I was like, yeah, he's gonna like Soka after this. <laughs> he's definitely gonna like Soka after this. Yo, you had to talk my ear off, and I remember it was you. You was just like, yo, you gotta play that short for yo. Yeah, you, know, you gotta to. do that. I'm like, yo, I don't know what this is. But I'm just, I'm just listening to you. And now it's the same time I bought those, um, these this cheap little mic, hundred fifty dollar mic. I bought Logic. I bought some plugins. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to do. But play, bro. Them first three videos. Two mm. years later, he just randomly posted it. I'm like, oh, it's finally, yeah. yes, finally. Next to you though, know? I was so fucking excited when he posted that shit. I was like, finally, somebody listened. After that, shit started going up. <laughs> yeah, Two shit years. started going up. Then me and you started doing our own little um, side videos and all Facts. that shit. Then we started the strings the attached things. shit with Mega. Now we only going up bigger and better. I remember that first strings attached, like the live shit that you did at that shit in Jer- in um fucking T neck. That shit was fire. The live performance. Oh, show. I forgot about that shit at MK. Yes, yes. at MK. And he that was that was string up. That was first solo event. By the way, man was shit and bricks. By the way, man, man ain't never do an event by himself before. And you've been begging me to do an event like, man, you got to start promoting and all you that gotta, shit. For those bro, who don't know, I hate that biz- kind of shit. You got to be the business side of nah, it. No, because first. it was just like, I felt like like violins and soca wasn't something that people really tapped into. It was just At DJs all. and people yelling on the fucking mic all night. DJs and personalities. DJs and what they want to call themselves personalities <laughs> and yelling on the mic all night. I was like, Matt, take advantage. Be like, be like the front runner in this shit. He's like, nah, I don't know. I was like, bro, you got the skills, man. You got the skills. You That's may not speak fact. English, but when you're on that violin, <laughs> you got the talent, bro. You're speaking something. Yeah, you speaking something. Speaking our language. <laughs> and then he did that show. That that shit was fire, man. That shit was fire. People Packed were, out. People were jealous. Like, oh, why you ain't tell me about that? Why you ain't break me? I was like, first of all, <laughs> take your time. Cool, love it. I don't got to bring you nowhere. I posted the shit. <laughs> If you show up, you show up. If you don't, you don't. I was there. The team was there. And the show was very well put together from start to finish. Matt was shitting bricks. Oh, I definitely was. But OD. he made it through. He definitely made it through. Nah, it's crazy. I just thought about it, son. Like, y'all brought me to like my first like carnival, all yeah. that. Yeah. Miami. There's a lot of firsts with y'all. Yeah, man. But Miami. Then we took you with Barbados for the first time. That was different. Yeah, your I man Matt was losing his fucking mind. That was great. I had a, yo, I had a great time. That was epic time. Son. That was epic time. Oh, my God. We was trying to tell you, pace yourself. It's going to be a long time. Bro, yeah, he missed like two fast. He was like, nah, I got the shit, no, bro. I, no. I ain't going nowhere. When we was on the road, bro, <laughs> that was a critical moment. Because the, the night before, we was at Soka Brainwash. Yes. Yeah. The night before, Ooh, we was at Soka Brainwash. Lord. If you guys ever been on my Instagram, you've seen the video with me pouring the beer on myself, like Stone Cold style. <laughs> that was Soka Brainwash. 
That was the night before we went on the road. Yo, that, and I was chopped. That's okay. Brainwash. That's okay. <laughs> that was probably the best Soka brainwash, with the exception of the last one I went to in Trinidad. That was probably the best Soka brainwash I've ever been to. What was wrong with the one that you went to in um, Trinidad? No, nothing. That was that was probably, that was the best one. But Barbados was the second best one because it was just like vibes. Mm. Bring a cooler and just vibe the fuck out. Like there was nobody being stush because you couldn't be stush. Your sneakers was in the fucking mud. In the mud. In the fucking mud. So That's just, real mud too. Like Barbados, <laughs> like that carnival was the perfect example of you cannot be stush because it was raining all the fucking time. So you were stepping in mud no matter where you went. The first, the first felt we went to, our feet were buried in, in mud. mud. In mud. And then Easy. Matt somehow, Matt somehow got us backstage. Cause walk backstage next. To me. Is that Matt on the, on the stage? Niggas is on the stage. Niggas is in videos talking about the shit lit. Sound like a. <laughs> Sound like a bunch of Americans, like shit lit. I'm just like, what are these niggas? <laughs> like, what the fuck are they doing on a fucking video? But yeah, that was a great time. That was a great. You know time. what I specifically remember? Specifically remember? See, I can't speak English, man. Anyway, <laughs> I remember speaking of mud and rain and being in BIM, the night of Soka brainwash. Mm-hmm. Now I'm I'm drunk. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. drunk, like yeah. That's when you had on the old white fit. Yeah, <laughs> that was a clean ass fit. Nigga was like, "Yo, somebody got to see this motherfucking outfit." Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I remember I was supposed to wear that shit to um Halloween or something. Yeah, and then you didn't make it to that one. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, nah, this shit is icy. Nigga, I'm wearing this shit. Yeah, nigga, I, don't, I don't give a fuck if it's covered in mud for that three minutes that <laughs> yeah. you see me clean it, nigga. You that was it. That was it. That nigga's icy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. Anyway, we was um when it was time to go. There are no real parking lots. In mm-hmm. a lot of these places, you're literally in a field. Yeah, parking the grass, in an open right. field, parking the grass. You're parking the grass. You better hope you remember where you was at. Right, and it's mud and grass, literally. So it's a whole truck full of niggas, mm-hmm. like seven, eight niggas in one truck. That's right. And we got seater. stuck in the mud, mm-hmm. and I kid you not, it rotated from you. Yeah, we called Jamal the travel guide. <laughs> it was the travel guide that tried to get us out the mud, couldn't do it. Somebody else tried to get us out the mud. I think it was Suave. Couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Somebody else tried. Couldn't do it. And I was just sitting in the back. I was tight. I was ready to go home. Facts. I was ready to go home. I was like, yo, bro, can like I was, I was just like, move. I didn't drive that entire time. No, you didn't. I didn't drive not one time in them. I was like, move. Yeah, I was like, Matt, you sure you got it? I just had to yeah, just move. I like, yo, just move, just move. I got I got it. So just move. Like I'm just like y'all, y'all niggas act like y'all ain't never dri- driving snow. It's the same shit. You can't use speed. It's just momentum. I would never forget this shit. I was just like, hmm. Yeah, he literally said that. So I, I pressed, I tapped the gas just to give it some momentum. The car starts to rock forward. And so it was, it was just like, hmm. Rocked forward, leaned back. When it came forward again, I tapped the gas again. Hmm. Started moving a little bit more. One more time. Hmm. And we was out. And everybody got mad. I was yo, let's go. Let's fucking Yeah, go. because I'm fucking drunk and defeated. Man. And I'm trying to get home too because I'm smacked. Bro, nah. Once we got out of first that of all, shit, the first night, as soon as we got everybody from the airport, boom, y'all niggas. We was get the car, pussies, bro. Jamal driving. It was already raining. Soon as we go into the house, driving, driving, driving. Soon as Jamal started to turn, whole car did a three sixty. Oh, the shit spun out. <laughs> I remember that shit. Y'all niggas got I me thought so I was tight. going to die. Everybody was Windows crazy. down. If it, like, it would have tilted over, I would have been dead. Girl, it would have been it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it was... First of all, that was my first trip 
internationally. So, and you want me to die on the first and night? I'm here it wasn't sucking my teeth. Bro. I'm like, yo, they can't be fucking serious <laughs> right now. Like, I, I, I was, was definitely serious. I, I was obeying the speed of it because, first of all, I, this is my first time driving internationally on the right side. So, I'm just sitting here like, oh, Lord, these niggas, they ain't never been nowhere. <laughs> Pray for me. Big ass Raymond in the front seat. <laughs> 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 Yo, bro. <laughs> nah, that for, is the, for those of that don't know, Raymond is like a six foot four, two hundred and something pound, solid nigga. African <laughs> from the Umbaku tribe. You know Umbaku senior on roids. But I wasn't. But I'm glad that that shit happened because these niggas have a tendency that anytime niggas is driving, they like to fall asleep. Like, they getting chauffeured. I'm the first one to fall asleep. Niggas is in the passenger always, seat. Like, I no literally... No given. We literally picked these niggas up from the airport and we must have been driving no less than 10 minutes. We driving past, like, a bar or whatever. Everybody outside lying and doing whatever. So we do a little skit. Everybody wide awake now. But you could tell that's some regular shit because the locals looked at us and it was just like <laughs> back to partying. People was honking their horn. Sipping like, their Mount Gay. Yeah, I'm saying chilling. I'm like, yo, okay, this is a regular thing for y'all. Got off the curb and drove home. But they never fell asleep since that. What's up? Yeah, it was wide awake. Wide awake. I ain't trying to die no more. Mm. No more whatsoever. You know what's very interesting too? Blackout about you. You I'm were special. there. Ed. You special Ed. I was just about to say that, nigga. Definitely Ed. Oh, well, you know. Bro, he's been there for all of my relationships. All of them. Oh, like, Lord Jesus. Yeah. The ones that I should have been in, the one I should have the ones that I should have been. The ones left. I tell you don't do. Yeah, the ones you told me not to do. He's like, Matt, don't do all right. And Black Matt I always is do. super hard. I'm like, hi, you you know what you want to do, bro. Quran, to be fair, you're probably the most stubborn. I'm the most stubborn person. The and most that's okay. stubborn person in the chat. Nah, what? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. You're stubborn. At, bro, no. come on. Dude. I'm stubborn, but I ain't that stubborn. Who, I listen. Who? What? <laughs> you you listen when shit hit the fan, you be like, you know what, bro? You know you're right about that? <laughs> Fuck out I should have listened a long time. I should have listened when you first said not to. The fuck out of it. Hung my whole, I'm not that bad. You're right, because you're worse. Shout out to Blue Moon, Mango Wheat, and Urano. Nah, don't shout them niggas out. They're not paying me, nigga. What <laughs> you talking about, nigga? Fuck not niggas. yet, nigga. As far as I'm concerned, you're drinking water in a brown bottle, nigga. <laughs> With the label on it. <clears throat> Crap. That, I'm, nigga, I'm going to censor that shit right the fuck out, nigga. Fuck what you talking about, nigga. That's I own all my shit. So if y'all want us to shout you out, now I mean, send that check, you hear? Send that engagement letter. Yeah. But then, when I say about the fucking hookah, niggas talking about who? Nah. Oh, nah, they local. We fuck with them. Yeah, we know they local. <laughs> we fuck local. with Clifton Hooker. They could, you know what I mean? They could collab with us. They could, you know what I'm saying? I mean? I'm crying. But not nah, like, yo, going into relationship shit, there was a few tweets that I saw that I seen like a bunch of like people like, re, like retweeting on their um, Instagram story and shit. Mm. One of which was this. And I'm, I'm going to quote here. I quote, mm-hmm. men cannot handle women's sexual past. This is not up for discussion. Mm. And then the woman that retweeted that on their story mm. was just like, that's a fact, sis. I'm just like, um, I'm going to have to politely disagree. Here's why. 
I don't think, and I'm, I'm going to speak for myself. I can't speak for all men. So first and foremost, I don't like absolute statements. You know what I mean? I don't mm. like that shit. Yeah, statements that define like a right. whole. If, 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 it, if it doesn't apply to one person, then you are incorrect. Mm. Just say that the people that I've dealt with right. cannot handle my sexual past. For whatever reason that may be, that's, not, that, that's none of my business. Right. But when I really thought about it, I thought about it this way. For me, I've dealt with women mm. who were openly promiscuous. I'm not going to say whole shit because I don't think that being promiscuous is whole shit right. specifically. But there's whole shit. That's that's that's, a, that's another conversation. <laughs> right. That's another another conversation. If you're, if you're promiscuous, you're promiscuous. Who cares? That's on you. Yeah, that's your. That's just who you that's are. That's your right? prerogative. Yeah. Right. So I've been in situations where it's just like, oh, just so you know, you know what I mean. We in this party. There's ten niggas in here that I fucked. I'm like, I, I mean, I'm not dating you. We just mm. we just fucking. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's also been situations too, like in that 2011 time, black. You know what I mean? Where it's just like I would go to like a, a family function. Get cool with everybody at the function, mm-hmm. like oh my nigga, blah blah blah. Yo, this nigga's mad cool. This, this like who's this? Oh, that's like my brother. Oh, that's like your brother. Oh, why this? This my nigga right here. Mm-hmm. About to go get drinks and all that shit. Facts. You know what I mean? Then a week later, she she'll tell me. Or well, a month later, she'll be like, yeah. By the way, that nigga's cock was down my throat <laughs> four months ago. Just so you know. Yikes. I'm just like, wait, wait, time out, time out, time out, time out. You ain't tell me that before we got there. You didn't tell me that when I met everybody. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me that. Now I'm dabbing them up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like, I was just like. In my head, I'm just like, if I'm going to be upset about a woman's sexual past, it's not because of the sexual past. Because I understand at this age mm-hmm. that it's just like, it's very likely and common mm-hmm. in my experience for a woman to have sex with somebody or be involved with another man. Mm-hmm. Of course. With somebody that's in their circle. Right. Like, you know, a family circle or like their close friend circle. That doesn't really bother me. I, I, I understand that that's like kind of common. Mm-hmm. Right. The part that bothers me is the fact that you didn't allow me to choose mm-hmm. on how I should react to the situation. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to decide for me whether or not I'm going to be upset or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm also grown too. Mm-hmm. I can make my own decisions. I can separate my facts and feelings. Right. You know what I mean? And just the same way I explained it out to you guys, mm-hmm. the girl that was just like, they're like, yeah, by the way, in this party, I fucked 10 niggas here. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, do you think? She's, she's giving me the right to choose. Right, so in yeah. my head, it's just like, if, if I can't, quote unquote, handle your sexual past, it's because I feel like you're omitting information. You know what I'm saying? You're not That's allowing understood. me to choose. You see what I'm saying? I understand. Your thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns? My thoughts? I agree with you. They should, they should say what's happening in the moment so you can be able to choose. Um, some people just hide it because they're scared. They're scared that they, well, of how you will react. It depends. It really depends. But I agree with you. You should tell somebody up front so they can have the decision to choose. I mean, so here's my thing about that whole situation. I just feel like just as much as we're supposed to have the choice to feel how we feel. No, nah, you ain't getting that hookah first. Chill out. Wow. You technically He's messing can't. up the rotation. You don't have a rotation. Messing up the rotation. I just feel like <laughs> just as much as we want a choice... They are not obligated to give us one. Well, true, okay. true, too. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do agree with you on that. I'm not gonna ask you like, okay, between 2011 and 2020, who have you been fucking? That's none of my business. Right. That's none of my business. In my head, it's like this. And I know every situation is is it's specific. Mm-hmm. You know, in the relationships that I've been in, I would like to think that if I'm serious about you, mm-hmm. that you're trying to put me in a situation so you and I can grow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're trying to make. Like, build a situation where you want me to be comfortable. Again, I'm an adult. I can separate my facts and feelings. So it's just like, 
your entire sexual past is none of my business. Correct. I mm. do agree with that. Right. You know I'm saying. Right. I feel like for myself, if I'm in a room with a woman that I know that I've been involved with sexually, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you know because the bitches that I fuck with, they don't they don't hate me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Maybe like one or two. But you know what I'm saying? A but yeah, there's a couple <laughs> that hate me. I ain't gonna lie. But you know what I'm saying? One Gen- or two. Generally speaking, though, it's just like if I ever like am in a situation where like I'm with my girl or significant mm. other, mm-hmm. and there's somebody that I've slept with. Mm. They're probably gonna be cool with me, so I'm just gonna let my partner know, like, yo, just so you know, I was involved with this person. Right. Just so you know, right. yeah. Now I mean, you can feel how you feel. I'm not that kind of person to be like. So they have a heads up. Yeah, so if like, anything funny you, happens. I'm just letting you know. I'm not trying to have no funny shit mm. happening down the line. Right. You know what I'm saying, I just want to let you know, so you're comfortable, so you know what it is. This is my way of trying to make you comfortable right. and trying to allow you to make a decision on how you should react and mm-hmm. how you should move forward with me. Yeah, because I care about you. You know what I'm saying. No, you're just saying in that regard, like I do agree. Like if we're dating or we're trying to build something and we enter a closed space or an intimate space where family is involved and you had a dealing with somebody in said family or whatever, cool. I would prefer that you told me. At the end of the day, you don't have to. Agree. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. Because us as men have been in situations where we should have said something. But we didn't. We either didn't say shit at all, or we downplayed it, or gave our take on it, not the take on how the female may have felt. So it's just one of those things where it's just like, if you choose to tell me, then okay. If If you you, don't, I'm still fine. If you don't, then I'm still fine. No, I say say what it is, bro. I've definitely said what it is. We are nonchalant. Nah, I am the king of omitting details. (laughs) I've, I've I've omitted certain details. Yes, of course. Because that's just me not being comfortable saying, like, yo, this is what happened. And it's like, if I tell a female that I'm with, like, oh, that girl over there, like, we used to deal, but it wasn't that serious for me, but she may have felt something different. Nobody's really going to believe that. You're not going to win that argument. I mean, no, but that's, that's not <laughs> for... Okay. If that is the truth, that's not for... If, that, if you're a woman, I don't call women females, right. I call them women. right. If your woman feels upset about that, that's on her. That's not on you. You did what you had to do. You told her what it was. You know what right. I'm saying? What it so, was to me. Right. So if there is an argument post alleged truth, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's on. I mean, she could feel how she wants to feel. Yeah. Feel your feels. Your feelings are real. Right. They don't always add up to the right, truth. They're valid. Yes, your feelings are always valid. I would never discredit your feelings. Some but just because like you they don't feel valid. no, but just because you feel that way doesn't just it doesn't add up to the truth. Right. I feel like you're fucking every bitch. No, I fucked 10 bitches in this party. That's it. Know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking every bitch. That's so of, just because you feel like I'm fucking every bitch. Let me just say bitch. that's a lot of females in the party, sir. Okay, I just told you. I don't call, <laughs> I don't, I don't call women that, females. That, that, you know what it is. You know, like, honestly, like, to go in a party and see a plethora of women that you've been with on that level is kind of uncomfortable, especially if you bring, like, your significant other with you. That's a very uncomfortable vibe. Let me ask you guys a question. Never had to have that feeling. Do you guys... <laughs> you know. I had a couple wives. For me right now, and I feel like I'm at a point of pr- pr- privilege right now. Yeah. Do you feel like it's okay for you now mm-hmm. to sleep with people, women, that are in your circle? That you can see at parties, you can go to your boy's house, she might be there, she might be in your hood, you can see her around? Um, to be honest, I've been down that road, and... 
if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't have. I'm 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 not in that. I'm not in that land. I I feel like I'm at a point of privilege right now, being that we like travel so much and mm. we're always in different mm. areas and we get to meet different people, mm. and you have the opportunity to be the new guy and. Mm. I don't think that fucking people within my circle is a good idea. No, it's not. No, which is part not. of the reason why I stay away from it's it. Not. Honestly, okay, so it's low key bad business. It's terrible business. <laughs> it's terrible business. It's terrible business, and, and it's terrible. It's terrible on the personal side too. There was like this one girl. Mm-hmm. Her name shall remain nameless, mm-hmm. right? But she is definitely in my like tight circle. A Roy, like she's in that a Roy circle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shout out to a Roy. You know what I mean, he's he's gonna be on this podcast eventually too. My guy, muscle yeah. man, aka Busta. You hear it? But yeah. There's a said woman. Mm-hmm. We've grown up together. I've known her since we was like nine type shit. There's always been like some sort of chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Right? But, you know, she is brash in the sense of uh, if she fucked you, mm-hmm. and let's say we get into an argument and mm-hmm. your girl is there, mm-hmm. she'd be like, yeah, aha, blah, blah, blah. She's That's out. why I fucked your nigga. That, she's like that. Right. right. And I know that about her and she gets a kick off of that. Uh, so in my but head. if you do know who you're dealing with. That's what I said. Yeah, you just have to understand. No, but that, that, that's, that's, that's my point. Not saying I condone that, but if you do. That's my point, though. For, for me, it's just like, okay, being that I know she's around, like, the people that I'm really close to, mm-hmm. like, when I go to, to, like, a Roy's crib and shit like that, that's my sanctuary. I can say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I can be how I want, and I'm not going to be judged. It's all love. It's all fun and games. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I have, like, a significant other, I always bring that significant other to that spot. Mm-hmm. I do not want to bring my significant other knowing that I'm compromised because now I may want to or not want to tell you information based on who's here now mm-hmm. because I slept with this person mm-hmm. who was very brash and very in your face and right. would throw it in your face at any given moment and get a kick out of that I shit. I hope you know how to fight. <laughs> shit. I hope you know how to fight. So for, like so for me, going back to the point, I don't feel like... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm good off of that. I, I really try yeah. to stay out of that shit. It's not, it's not no. something that... If you haven't done it already, I don't think it's something you should do right. on it. Like, just just leave that alone completely. Yeah, just leave that alone completely. Spare yourself any potential consequence. Get out of your town. Get yeah. out of your town. Go somewhere else. Meet some new people. I'm dead. I'm not joking. No, seriously. I am not joking, bro. When, when I lived in um, Teaneck, nigga, I ain't get no pussy, nigga. The moment I got out of Teaneck and was doing the whole violin shit and started mm-hmm. dressing different and acting different and moving different and getting money and all that shit... Nigga, everything changed of course. over a matter of weeks. And y'all saw it too. Yeah, of course. You guys like witnessed it. Mm-hmm. I will be chilling. Chuck chilling. I'm gonna redact that statement. We're just gonna stop it right there. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna, gonna, right gonna take it to the whole nother level. I'm about to incriminate myself. I'm about to go down a very comfortable yeah, yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Gonna yeah, do that. we gonna edit that shit out. I'm not editing nothing, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Nigga, I'm not editing nothing. That is the beer talking. (laughs) It is. Allagash. They not sponsoring us neither, but I'll shout them out, nigga. Shout out to Allagash, nigga. That shit be... mm, Why you shout them out with that? Yo, y'all funny stuff. Nah, fuck Blue Moon. (laughs) But if you guys want to give us, you know, your money, you know what I mean? You could definitely advertise here, you know, Matt Violence Podcast. You already know what it is, man. MTV, you heard? Maddie V, you heard? Ooh. Maddie V. Ooh. Like that. Ooh. That's not bad right there. That's why it's Maddie V. Lit. Nah, but there was another tweet that I saw too. Run him down, brother. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, and I'm gonna paraphrase here because I can't remember the tweet because mm-hmm. I could barely speak English and I have a shitty memory too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, horrible. Yeah, it is really bad. Really it's really bad. bad. I'm glad you use a calendar now. Bro, I write everything down. I can't be on my phone. But anyway, that's that, that's another another story. But anyway, the tweet was this. 
Um, it was a woman that tweeted this. Mm-hmm. She was saying that like um, it's not we always argue communication, but it's not what you're saying. It's about how you say it. Oh, but no. you guys are not it's ready to have it's definitely how you say but it. But it, but you, it's the tone. And then she yes, it's the tone. And how do you want? She said it's your it's tone. Both. Wait, I think no, it's no, both. wait, wait, wait. Let me it's let me fin- let me finish paraphrasing this tweet. Okay, it's not about what you're saying. It's how you saying it. Oh, but you you guys aren't ready to have that conversation yet. And the woman that retweeted it mm-hmm. said. Facts, sis, because tone matters. And I DM'd her. I'm just like, tone does matter. Oh, let, let, let me make my point. Go ahead, make let me point. make my fucking point. Make right? your point. Okay, if we're having this conversation about communication, right? What I'm verbally saying to you is part of the communication, right? Yes. I'm going to articulate the best I can with my words how I am feeling. Part of me communicating my words is my tone. Tone is a tool to communication. So if you want me to communicate with you transparent, I need to use my fucking tone. So I said that to, I said that to said lady. She's, okay. a, she's a super intelligent person. I know her personally, right? She was just like, oh, but it can come off aggressive. I said, if I am feeling aggressive, That's my tone is going to reflect aggressively. She was just like, okay, but if you have an aggressive tone, then you... That you changes take, the conversation. No, wait, no you, risk, you take a risk of the person not grasping what you're saying. That's the agree. So uh, this is what I said. I said, if that person cannot understand what I'm saying through my tone and what I'm saying, I do not have the communication issue. It's that person. Yeah, they have more of an emotional issue. Go ahead with your bullshit, Black I'll talk after. Go ahead with your bullshit. So I was just, have bullshit. And then she was just like, I, I understand what you're saying. You know, and it's, it's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not having this, this conversation to be like, aha, gotcha, bitch. Like, that's, <laughs> gotcha, that's, bitch. No, that's not, that's not my purpose of having a conversation. It's just mm. like, for me, it's just like, I don't know if people really think when they retweet this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not real. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, to me, that feels like corporate bullshit. Whatever you do in your corporate office that's okay, if you have to watch your tone inside your, inside your office, inside your workspace, do that. But this is a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This is between me and you. I am not going to mute my tone just because you may not be able to understand it. And if, that's up to me. You know what I'm saying? If, if you can't understand my tone, then maybe I just shouldn't be fucking with you in the first place. Bingo. That was you know what I'm saying? Too. Go ahead, Black. Go ahead, Black. I know you got some dumb shit to say. Go ahead, bro. It's not dumb shit. It's real shit. Fuck Mm. you. Go ahead, bro. Either way, tone does matter. Also, what you say and how you say also matters. Because then you could... Listen here, bitch. You gonna let me talk. Yo, pass me a brew, bro, if you don't mind. Oh, can you spark another cold, too, while you at it? Nah, go ahead, ahead, bro. But yes, tone does matter. Communication doesn't matter. How you say it and what you say also matters, too. Because... It could alter the conversation, and someone may not want to listen to how you always express yourself yeah, aggressively, you. you or not. You, me, I know, I know. Tone matters to me. You, me, I'll ignore you if you have a, a certain tone with me. So, it really, it really depends. But, I can still hear you, but I, then I'm not listening to you. But my thing is, why does my tone invalidate the truth of my words? It doesn't invalidate it, but then it also could upset the other person on the other side. Because you don't want to hear nothing because you want to be aggressive. I, then that not, changes the conversation. Then nothing's not, being had. It's not me hearing not, not hearing nothing because I want to be aggressive. If two people are shouting at each other, is anything getting understood? Well, I'm not shouting at I, I don't be yelling. Not shouting, but like talking aggressively or however you want to no, say I, that. I feel like with me and you, for example, I talk aggressive to just about anybody and everybody. Because that's just who I am. If I'm passionate about you and I care about you, I'm going to be aggressive if I see you doing things that are not in your best interest or things that I've been through that I'm trying to help you avoid. 
It's not my responsibility to do that, but that's just who I am as a friend. Everybody knows this. I tell people from the jump, like, yo, I'm a, when I talk, I'm very aggressive. It's either you going to like it or you not. Once you've made that choice and decided that you want to be my friend and continue this relationship or friendship or whatever you want to call it, that is just how I'm going to come. And it's like there's many a times where I've, I've talked to you aggressively about certain things that I try to prevent from happening to you or you, you know what I'm saying, you were doing that weren't conducive to you. And it was just like in one ear and out the other. And it's just like, I don't, like to me, I would never understand how my tone can make you not respect what I'm saying or make you dislike what I'm saying. It's just like, if you take that because emotional... Because it feels like a disrespect kind of thing. Because if I'm talking to you calm, and we're supposed to have a calm understanding, a calm communication with each other, and then you start to get aggressive, or your tone changes at a certain point. My tone could change too. My tone okay, is... It, so, depends, it depends on the right. conversation you guys are having. All right, but it's just like, okay... Someone has to listen at some point. It, you. I, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not <laughs> you gonna, have to listen too. You I'm can't not just be the only speak, one. I am not going to speak for all women. But the women that I was involved with, the conversation is you need to communicate. I am communicating now. And I'm using my tone as a tool to communicate my message. If you want me to communicate, I feel like it's not fair for me to diminish a part of what I'm trying to communicate to you. Because you don't feel good about it. I'm not trying to communicate it to you so you can feel good. I'm trying to communicate it to you so you, so can, you can understand. So you can hear what the fuck I'm right, saying. Right, so you can understand where I'm but coming But who's to say they're going to understand with that tone that you're taking? Your communication may not get across that. Okay, so wait. So that, then that, you could try something else. So that's so all wait, I'm saying. So wait, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying... That's not that bullshit. That's, that's real shit. Blackout. That's real shit. Blackout. Blackout. So that's I'm, not, I'm not saying that you're wrong. So my point goes back to what I said earlier. If you cannot convey my message through my tone and I am still articulating myself perfectly clear, the, the communication about? issue is not with me. It's, it's with you. With you. Because and then maybe you guys... Because you're allowing your, <laughs> you're allowing your emotions to get in the way of what I'm actually trying to convey to you. If you get insensitive or you feel away because of how I'm saying something as opposed to paying attention to what I'm saying to you, then that's a you problem. That's not me. Because if I give a shit about you, I'm going to tell you how it is. Like, I'm not about to be like, oh, let me give you a hug and dap you up and be like, yo, bro, you're going to be all right. No. But nobody needs to say it like that. That's that just being acting like your assumption is sensitive. No. Karan, you're a little sensitive, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with being a little sensitive. Ain't nothing sensitive. wrong being sensitive. I'm mad sensitive, bro. There's nothing wrong and being when I sensitive. Say, when I say that I'm sensitive, I, I, I think this. Jamal, you're sensitive like, too. I feel I'm like sensitive when I'm ready to be sensitive. You're sensitive too. Y'all niggas are sensitive around At the, the end of the day, you're sensitive too. I feel like I absorb <laughs> more emotional content. I'll say that. I'm not sensitive. I just absorb I'm sensitive more too. Okay. emotional content. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Shit. Anyway, but fuck it. That's, that's some of the shit that I be like... When I'm in women's DMs, they be talking about shit like that, nigga. That's what I be sliding in talking about. I'm like, yo, that is some bullshit, son. And I'm not going to allow you to co- like continue to push this narrative. And if you do, that's I on you. I understand both sides, so. I, okay, I can understand both sides as well. I get it. I, understand. I can understand both sides. Right, but I just feel but like... But I still feel, I feel me like... personally, in my opinion, that tone matters. And I don't give a fuck what Jamal <laughs> says, but tone does matter. I feel... <laughs> it, okay, I feel like you can't say, it's contradictory to say that I need you to communicate. And then when I communicate the best I can with the tools that you I have. You don't like my tone. Now you want me to, to like pull back on it. I don't feel like that's fair. No one's saying to pull back. Pee and go in your bed. You got to try something else. Nah. 
try another route. But you another just, avenue. What, what is the other route? Explain to me what the other route is. You, you always used to push that narrative and me. Try another route. What is the other route? Not being so aggressive. No, for what? Because if I feel... But then if you care about that person, why wouldn't you try? Bro, if I feel passionately about something, that is me expressing my passion, care, and concern for you. Read motherfucking tweet. You, like, it's just like, y'all just be like... Everyone got their own opinion. Oh my God, he's so... That was so insensitive. That was my point. I don't feel... But why you gotta take that... Why you gotta take that tone? That's not the case, though. Bro, <laughs> that's you, everybody's you like, can't. You as a person cannot bring me a piece of information and expect me to react how you want me to react. That's not no, up to no, you. I agree. That's I'm not, not saying that. I'm not saying that. So I'm not that, saying that so you that, should. So that narrative about me trying a different way, you—that's you wanting. You can't have it both ways. You can't want me to give you advice and then be feel away about how I advise. Okay. It's not. It's not fair for somebody else to tell me how to feel. Agreed. 100%. That's not I up get to that. you. Let me decide that. I get that. It's also up to you to choose which route you want to go to. I don't think there's a route. It's either you communicate how you feel or you don't. Okay. And I'm going to always go Agreed that route. Agree to disagree. That's fine. And that's I'm fine too. Always go that route. That's fine. <laughs> Son, I used to get beat for that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, like what I'm saying, talk to Maury. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Anyway. Wow. What, I don't know, Maury. It, it just felt appropriate to say. I, Maury, I'm sorry. I don't really mean that. I don't know you, Maury. Maury I, love, do I would love to have you on the podcast, bro. You know what I mean? So pull up to the bad the podcast. Maury ain't do nothing At the end of the day, bro. all these motherfuckers been making money off the expense of black people's ignorance for years. So who gives a fuck about that? Okay, yeah. So fuck Maury then. Anyway. <laughs> So here's my thing. It's just like for me, the reason why I have such a strong stance on standing in my tone and how I choose to communicate it is because I've been penalized all my fucking life for the my body language, which is also a tool of communicating um, the way that I say things, my tone. So it's just like now as I've gotten older, it's just like that shit don't make no sense. If you want me to communicate, I'm going to communicate it to you how I feel like it's okay to communicate to you. And this mm-hmm. this goes down another line too. Blackout, you know this because you know me and you've been dealing with me for X amount of years, my nigga. Like, you know when it comes to business, I can be super duper aggressive. Like... To some point, yeah. No, 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 no. Blackout, you've seen me like go off on things that like might seem minuscule to others, but to me, I'm just like, I don't fuck with that shit. Like, at all. Like, there's been situations, Jamal. I don't know if I ever told you about this. And it's, it is starting to get hot in here. But um, there's been situations... Well, you know I've been sweating, so... Yeah, you stay sweating. <laughs> there's been situations, right? So, for, for, for me, my father's Jamaican, right? So, in my experience, I will never speak for, for everybody else. In my experience with dealing with older Caribbean people... Facts. They automatically think that just because that they are older than you, doesn't matter what the fuck the subject is... You can't talk to them a specific way. You can't talk to them a specific way, and they know more than you. Agreed. So there'll be people that will hit my line telling me they want me to do an event and they come to me on this babe, hun, child shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, call me Matt. Off the bat. Yeah. And I say it how I say it. It's snappy, it's brash, but it's just like, yo, I'm, if you want to do business with me... Speak to me in a professional manner. No, speak. call me by my name. Yeah. I don't know you. You're not my friend. Yeah. I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you're going to call me by Matt. And here's the reason why I'm like that. Because in my experience, mm-hmm. people will take whatever they can to take advantage of the fact that they are older than you. Yeah. They, like pretty much, not, not even the older, older than you part. Scratch that. People will take advantage of you if they can. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. You know what I'm saying? So for me, as an adult now, I start to notice the signs and the signals of that. Mm-hmm. So for me, when people call me hun, babe, whatever, and we're trying to do business, that's a trigger for me. Yeah. Don't call me that. Call me Matt. Just like that. Agreed. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? 
Right, but it's like in the same conversation when it comes to tone, like I've also had situations where they'll be like, people have legit told me like, nobody's ever going to want to work with you again. I'm like, excuse me, do you know everybody who's going to work with me? Because if you do, let me know now because I'll stop playing the violin now if yeah. you know my future if it's not that bright. Right. But you know what it is? The reason why they're telling me that nobody's ever going to want to work with me again because I'm not doing what they what they what they want of you. Exactly. Want. I'm not doing it the way that they envision it. It's right. not up to you. It's not. Professionalism is this. You have a skill. I'm going to pay you to do that one thing. All right, cool. Did I do that job? Yes. Did you do it well? Yes. Pay what the fuck money. are we talking about then? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What are we talking about? You're talking about my tone? Though, so. No, but you're talking about my tone. My tone has nothing to do with my job. I do my job very well. I'm not doing it the way that you see it. So now you're trying to damn my shit to hell? Go ahead. Eat a dick. I've seen everybody... I've seen the other people that you've worked with and how, how it's been done. Do it the way you see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Everybody has their own way of quote unquote conducting business, I would say. Indeed. Some people Indeed. like that route of saying, hey, babe, hey, thing. No. So it can be close. Some people do. You can't say just no. Some people can I say do. this? Can I say this? Blackout, you, you was there when we was making $200 an event, right? Well, less than that, too. <laughs> we was making less too so you were there when we were making $200 to go from $200 to $500 did we get there by always saying yes oh no no, no. when we you went from to 500 no. to 1000 did we get there by always saying yes no you gotta say no, no. And Bro, you gotta you step on a couple next too you gotta step on next you gotta put your foot down it doesn't matter how other people feel only thing that matters is that you communicated yourself in the way that is true to you and you only. Mm -hmm. As long as you are being integral with your business and you're not fucking people over, mm -hmm. that's all what matters to me. Mm -hmm. Feel how you want to feel. And I'll say it again. You are entitled to your feelings. We are doing business here. I'm not doing your raggedy ass event for $200. I'm not doing that. Here's my thing with this whole business thing. Like, there have been situations where, like, Quran would come to me and be like, yo, I got this book in here. Bro, from the second somebody <laughs> look up your fucking IG, your name will be there somewhere. I'm gonna delete that shit. Grow up. <laughs> I'm gonna delete that shit. So there have been instances where Blackout would come to me. He'd be like, yo, I got this book in here, here, X, Y, and Z with this promoter. Now, me, I don't like nobody. That just is how it is. It's just like I go places. I read people, I pay attention to people, and I see who's somebody that, you know, my, there's a mutual benefit or if it's one-sided. So, like, when it's all said and done, you just, you, you have to demand that level of respect and professionalism. Because why would they call you, babe, but when they go to fucking work and clock in, they don't call their fucking manager, babe, or hun, or love. If you don't call them, babe, don't call me, babe. So I argue with you a thousand percent. There's no brashness. It's just respect my shit. People feel away when you set your bounds. People always I've feel noticed away. that for me. Because the boundaries don't suit them. Exactly. That's really it. And it doesn't suit them and they, they, they can't manipulate you yeah. to do what they want you to do. Like people like people in this whole business thing, especially in this entertainment industry, they're gonna want it both ways. They're gonna want they're gonna wanna have the close relationship and and not pay you what you're fucking worth. It are no friend thing and money. Not I. Because when I'm short of when I'm business. when I'm short of my fucking car, no, I can't hit you up like yo babes, I could load I could hold I could hold a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like respect me and pay me fairly. Like I respect y'all for this shit. Y'all, y'all boy. Mm-mm. But no, it's just like no, I'm I'm serious though. It's just like and I was having a conversation with my parents about this shit. 
I'm just like, fam, we dedicated our entire lives mm. to this art form. Facts. And we're pretty damn good. No, we I don't know if anybody wants to go. No, I, I don't know if I can step out oh, of the camera or not. Oh, it's still there. You can step out. It's fine. All right. I'll be back, guys. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I put, I put a new brew right there. That's so, me? Yeah, that's yeah. yours. Oh, say less. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Take the thing. Take the little so in my head, I had I had this conversation with my um with my parents. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yo, I dedicated my entire Huh? Yeah. I'm just like, yo, we dedicated our entire lives mm-hmm. to this art form. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, I busted my ass, been spending hours in a in a practice room, frustrated, crying, mm-hmm. fucking fingers cramped and calloused up and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I could barely write because my shit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. I can't take the test properly. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing right because I'm dedicating my life. Mm-hmm. And then now, 10, 15 years down the line, you want to pen like nickel and dime me mm-hmm. for the shit that I gave up my entire life for and tell me that it's only five minutes? Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if it's only five minutes. I dedicated my entire life to it. Right. Ask somebody else to do this. Yeah, it means more than five minutes to you. Right, you're paying for the time I've put in. Yeah, that's why I always tell other artists, anybody that's been on my podcast, you can always backdate it. Yo, your worth is based on what you said it at. You can charge a million dollars and ask a thousand people if they will pay that million dollars for your act, mm-hmm. and a thousand people can say no. That one person can say yes, right? Pay that million dollars for your one act. Mm-hmm. What is your worth? Right. It's a million dollars. If two hundred, if two hundred people pay pay you a hundred dollars for an act, your worth is a hundred dollars. Right. You set the value, but mm-hmm. you have to understand though. <laughs> you might not, you might not always get the events that you want. Of course. You're gonna have to like. For me, I had to like mourn some events. I yeah. had to grieve some events. I've jumped the gun. I've panicked in some, certain events and certain situations and shit like that, and mm-hmm. the shit backfired. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yeah, it's just like fam. You're not, you're, I don't know, man. Like, put some respect on my name. Right. Put some respect on the artist's name. Artist, put some respect on your name. You are worth whatever you want to be worth. If you want to make $500,000 a show, then find a way to leverage it to make that kind of money. Figure out a way. I'm figuring it out right now. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I've went, again, I've went from making $100 an hour mm-hmm. to making X amount. I'm not going to tell you how much I make. Right. I'm, I'm definitely not gonna tell y'all, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all like this. On, when we send that invoice, you are gonna know how much he charged. Bro, niggas is not working with Glenn Lee Bay and, and all these other people for for chump change. For chump change, right? You know what I'm saying we have to make big boy money, and I even spoke spoken to other people like that too. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, people that make a hundred thousand dollars a year. First of all, depending on what state that you live in, if you live in New Jersey mm-hmm. specifically, a hundred thousand dollars is comfortable money. Right. I can live a comfortable life. life. I can work nine to five, five days a week, mm-hmm. you know, retire at whatever age, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just live out the rest of my days. That's mm-hmm. comfortable. Right. Right? As a violinist or as a DJ, mm-hmm. in order to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. you have to make like what, eight, nine thousand dollars? Eight, nine thousand dollars a month? Basically. Right. So mm-hmm. as a violinist, I'm just like, okay, how do I make nine thousand dollars a month? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. can you charge nine thousand dollars? For one gig, mm-hmm. it depends. I'm not, I would never say no. You could charge whatever the fuck you want. Right. So in my head, and I'm putting you guys onto game too. It's just like I remember turning down like two hundred dollar gigs and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. 
I've turned down $200 gigs from like venues and, and all that kind of shit. Mm. And, and these were like restaurants too. Mm-hmm. So when I did the math, I did $100,000 divided by 12. That's like 273. Mm-hmm. So you need to make 273 seven days. Mm-hmm. For, you have to make 273 seven times in order to make $100,000 a year. For me, if you are a musician, you can make 275 for an hour. At a restaurant. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you have to do that seven times, mm-hmm. you can do seven hours in three or four days. Right. So that's three or four restaurant residencies. Mm-hmm. You are here once a week. So I'm going to, example, I'm going to Burger King. I'm going to play an hour there. Mm-hmm. That's one gig. McDonald's. The same day, another yeah. hour. I'm going to go to this open mic, make the 275 there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You do that, you make good relationships and everything, you got your $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And that's not including the private events. And the big shit. Yeah, and the huge events the that you're going to do. The big money gigs, right. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, you got to think about it that way. So it's just like, yo, if you're only paying me this one time $200, mm-hmm. it's just like, yo, what else can you offer me? Right. What are you offering me? Right. Do you have any, do you have any leverage in, in this game where I can like get looks and leverage that into other gigs. Right. Do you know any high-profile people? Right. No? Okay, can you get those high-profile... Do you know anybody that's high-profile that can post me on their page? Mm-hmm. No? Okay, so that 250 is a lot less now. It's a lot less value. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? So would you say, like, in the terms of being, like, a musician and an entrepreneur, like, there's a certain level of sacrifice that you have to have or have to be willing to have in order to progress further? Like, that's how you said you would turn down specific gigs, and then now here you are doing events for high-end whiskey brands and things of that nature. Like, do you, would you say, like, there was a certain level of sacrifice associated with that? You already sacrificed learning the instrument and learning the trade. You already sacrificed. Okay. Now it's time to leverage your skills. And your worth, yeah. For whatever it is that you want. So, I wouldn't say sacrifice. I will say negotiate. Okay. At the end of the day... If you only have $10 to offer me, mm-hmm. that might not be where my, you know, monetary value is, mm-hmm. but where else can you take me? Can I leverage that? Okay. Fair enough. And that's when the negotiation comes into play. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of artists don't know. And that's what I always talk to these violinists about. And I'm not the biggest violinist, too. I know people that make 10 times more than I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, day in, day out. But it's just the principle. It's just like, okay... Fine, your budget is not there. What else do you have to offer? Right. Okay, like for example, I had an event where, um, I'm not going to say who it is, but it's a legend in the game. Mm-hmm. It was a legend in the game, and they were saying that they, that they didn't have the budget to pay me and the other musicians what we, what we wanted. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, what can you offer? They're like, well, we could maybe get you on her page. I said, okay, if I decide to do this event, I need to guarantee that. So you go back to that person mm-hmm. and tell them I need X amount of posts. From here, mm-hmm. in order to do this event, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. I, you know what I'm saying? I can't be wishy washy. Yeah, here. you can't. There's no maybes. Yeah. If I'm not getting paid monetary money, like there has real to be money, some kind of tangible benefit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What can you leverage from that look? Right. And I got the okay. Okay. And I'm just like, you know what? That's fine. Yeah. It's it's one toll. I don't have to bring that much equipment. It's three rehearsals, mm-hmm. and then I get to be in the room, same room with this. Celebrity or this mm. legend, and I can leverage it from here, and then I can also build the legend. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. You know what I'm saying? It's not all about the money. It's right. about what you can leverage from the money and the connections and whatever else. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you set the value. Amen. And that's that.
Amen. Black Hill, ain't nothing else to really talk about, right? No. All right, well, it's the Matt. Huh? I don't know if they gave me from here. No, they gave you. They gave you. Anyway, Blackout, give you, um, you you can put the cold down and just give you your Twitters and your Instagrams and all that shit before we get up out of here. Well, okay. I ain't nobody, I ain't nobody special, so, uh, God bless. Nah, give, give, give them your Instagrams and Twitters. Stay safe. He don't know the Um, DJ Blackout CEO, all social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Follow me. We do big things. We do big parties. We do it all. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, Instagram is underscore Jamal underscore J. That's AKA it. AKA Bowtie Patty. Simple, simple and plain. You know what I'm saying? And I'm Matt Violinist. This is the Matt Violinist Podcast. MTV. And we are out of here. Matty B. You heard? Peace. Whoa.